Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm here with Andy Green. Andy, welcome. Hi, how are you? The Worry Woos. What a fun title for the book. Your focus has been on helping young people feel better about life. Tell us about your interest in young people and how that came upon the world. Well, the Worry Woos are actually a series of books and flesh styles dedicated to emotions. I started illustrating them when I was a child. And I was drawing these monsters that I wasn't sure why, and I realized that they made me feel better, and they were all about my emotions. Fast forward 20-plus years, and I started creating books about them. Are you, by definition, uh, an illustrator? Is that some of your passion in your past and as you've carried forward? And what would your books be like without you doing the illustrations? (laughs) That's a really hard question. I absolutely Mm. am an illustrator by heart as a illustrating for as long as I can imagine, and these monsters are extremely near and dear to me, so I couldn't even fathom what they would look like illustrated by someone else, but I have seen so many kids illustrate their own monsters, their own worry woos, so mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see when a kid illustrates a worry woo, so I can kind of get an idea. Where did the concept of monsters come from, and particularly related to, to children and their fascination with monsters and the evil world out there? <laughs> Well, I've always been fascinated with monsters. I love to draw them. And what I wanted to portray was that these emotions that we think are quite monstrous, loneliness, confusion, insecurity, that we actually think are negative, aren't necessarily negative. They're just part of who we are. And it's all about embracing these worry-woo monsters. And once we learn to embrace them, we feel a lot better. Fear is clearly a driver behind the concept of a monster. Why would a child fear a monster? And are some monsters actually cuddly and fun and cool to hang out with? Well, I think monsters are always portrayed as pretty scary, you know, and, but it's the way that we illustrate them or portray them or give them a personality that dictates the way the child is going to feel about them. And I think that just like emotions, sometimes characters or people get a bad rap and they don't necessarily deserve it. When do children get over a fear of monsters, and how do they get over the fear of monsters, and does your book series help with that? My book series isn't necessarily about the fear of monsters, per se. It's more about understanding emotions. Each character in the book is a monster, but it's an emotion. It's a monster named after a, an emotion, or it's about an emotion. So it's all about tackling difficult situations like loneliness or confusion and putting a positive spin on some of these topics that don't have easy answers. So it's not necessarily about being scared of a monster as much as it's about understanding or actually being scared of some of the emotions that kids might have and helping them understand it and embrace them and move forward. Now, if if you're giving some advice to a parent about children that might have a lot of significant problems in life, like going to bed without the light on or worrying about monsters and, you know, expressing tremendous anxiety. What advice would you have for them? And and how is that conveyed in your books? Um, Well, 
we actually have an incredible book about anxiety written by a renowned Australian psychologist called Helping Young Warriors Beat the Worry Bugs. So I always recommend that they, it's a great handbook to talk to parents about anxiety and how, what anxiety is and how to help kids get through it. It has like games and all these different practices that parents can use. And this is in turn based on the books that I've written when each book is about a different emotion. So if a kid is going through frustration, I would hope that they would read The Very Frustrated Monster and then be able to tackle the concept of talking to their kid about why are they frustrated, what happened to Twitch, what are some of the ways we can work through this, what are some of the ways maybe Twitch worked through it, the same with worry and so forth. Each book is there to help parents address a different emotional topic and how they can talk to their kids and work through it. Is a child's anxiety more genetic or is it more conditional on their environment? Oh, I, I, I'm not a doctor, so I really couldn't answer that. But Take um, a wild guess <laughs> based gosh, on I your experience. That it's a multi- I would guess that it's a multitude of things. I don't, I would be, I think it's probably environment can cause a lot of anxiety, but I couldn't even, I would have to ask Dr. John <laughs> to give us a good answer on that one. But I definitely know that everything that's happening in our world today is causing quite a bit of anxiety and stress and worry in children, and it's a growing problem. So hopefully we'll find ways to tackle it. Uh, That was going to be my next question is, you know, what what is your take on what's happening with children these days with our troubled environment of terrorism and and all the other things happening and and problems in schools and mass suicide, you know, mass murders? I mean, are we reaching an all-time high of of fear and anxiety? And what are you planning to do as an author? Have you you thought that through yet? Absolutely. I actually... It is so important to me. There's something called social-emotional learning, which a lot of people don't even know about. It's kind of a new word that people are talking about, but I've known about it for quite some time. It's what my books are dedicated to. They're dedicated to social-emotional learning, and we need to get social-emotional learning into schools. We need to teach kids to address their emotions, to understand them, and with that, we can build empathy. I mean, so much that's happening is that kids are, you know, bullying with the click of a mouse. They're not they're not empathetic to others. They're seeing all this anxiety-ridden stuff on television, and they're they're just bottling it up. And we need to talk to our kids. We need to teach them about all these feelings that they're having instead of letting them just, you know, ruminate and grow and not address the, the problems at hand. I mean, our world has changed so much, and it's it's time. It's time that we really come to the forefront and say, okay, part of this is about emotions, and we need to start talking to our kids at a very early age about what they're feeling why they're feeling it so they can kind of move forward. And that's my hope. So I hope that my series of Warrior Monsters will do that, will help kids address these emotions because these aren't easy topics. And I think that when we shed a little light on some of these difficult topics, it can really help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are quite a few educational tracks being discovered and, and some have been around for some time. And, and that particularly in, a, in an awful situation within a school of, you know, anything from, you know, doors that lock down to teaching and training on, on you know, if, if, if somebody with a gun comes in your classroom, you know, what do you do? You know, you try to distract them by throwing books and then tackle them or run and hide, you know, versus fight for your life if you can. I mean, these are intense topics that, you know, I can't imagine ever being discussed with a four-year-old child. But isn't that part of it? And how does it relate to your, you know, looking to overcome fear and be strategic in that approach as it relates to today's circumstances? So, again, it's all about teaching kids 
in my mind at least, my goal is to teach kids to actually empathy building, to learn more about your fellow students, to learn more about what's going on. The fear aspect that you're talking about, like, you know, lockdowns and all that stuff, I mean, a lot of it has to do with these kids that are have grown without understanding their emotions and just taking it out. You know, they're just wildfire on it. And I'm hoping that if we can teach these kids at a younger age to learn to understand their emotions, to step back for a second. And hopefully also the books that I'm writing will also help kids address the worry, the anxiety, the fear. I mean, the book Don't Feed the Worry Bug is all about a monster who just worries so much. And it just, the worry bug just grows and grows and grows and how heavy worry can become anxiety. It's all about talking through these emotions at an early age to get, hopefully, I mean, my goal would hopefully be that, you know, we can kind of cool down all this incredible emotional uprise that's happening in the school systems and people coming in with guns. I mean, it's got to start at an earlier age to teach empathy. Empathy is the key. Empathy, that's the key. Andy, back with you in just a few minutes after a break. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. And now back to Life Tips 
making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, Andy. Thanks for being with us today. Having a great time. Right on. So we'll get some more challenging questions for you like this one. Is there a foundation for learning that you subscribe to with regards to the books that you've written? Is there anything that is critical about the development process that parents may not know about? You've, of course, talked about a lot of them today, but what do you think is the key foundation? The key foundation, I think it's, once again, social-emotional learning. It's about giving the resources to the teachers that they need to help teach kids about emotions in a new character-building way. And I think we need to integrate this into our school systems. Right now, I know that it's only in a lot of, you know, pilot program forms. I don't think that schools have put them into their core curriculum, but they need to be, and they need to be addressed in a manner that is not only just in the classroom, we need to bridge it into like the classroom, the art classroom, theater. And that's what I'm hoping to do with the Warrior Woods. We're hoping to do pilot programs where we address social-emotional learning, not only in the classroom, but also in the art classroom and in the theater classroom, so we can learn to work these emotions through and understand them in every aspect and every way that they exist. It's hard for me and other people to understand a curriculum or anything. We're trying to get at this this concept of, you know, how do we develop emotional intelligence, which is, you know, or even emotional development as a concept. Is it easy to do? Is there, is there you know, you mentioned one author that, that seems to be a pioneer in understanding some of this. Why haven't we seen more of this? And, 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 and who are the, the leaders in, 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 that can teach our teachers how to teach emotional learning? I think there are tons of resources out there that can teach emotional learning. The Wari Woos being one of them, we have a full pilot program written with a curriculum that's based on teaching kids about social-emotional learning. We have teamed up with some really amazing counselors and therapists, and as I mentioned, Dr. John Irvine, who is actually a pioneer in Australia for child psychology and social-emotional learning. And that's the one thing that's really interesting. Over in Australia, they're way ahead of the curve. They have integrated social-emotional learning into a lot of their programs. While here in the States, we're still kind of getting into what's going on. The movie Inside Out kind of helped facilitate people talking about emotions a little bit more, but it's still pretty difficult to get schools, as you said, to add it into their curriculum and how it's rather easy. I mean, it's programs like what we have and the vast, the few others that exist is just starting to talk to kids about how they're feeling. It sounds complicated, but it isn't as Having tools like the Worry Woos are great ways to really help kids address these difficult concepts that don't have easy answers. Let's switch gears a little bit and, and ask, how do you make an emotionally scary concept like monsters interesting and engaging and fun? And can this be applicable to the business world, strangely enough? Well, I hope that I've made them fun. I mean, these characters are all based on feelings and emotions that I have had, so I was easily able to translate them into stories that are kind of humorous. I mean, we take ourselves so seriously sometimes, and I think that, especially for kids, they feel that these emotions are so heavy, and if we can give a little humor about them and make kids understand that they're not as scary as they are, it can really help. And in the business world, I get a lot of adults telling me that they love the book Don't Feed the Worry Bug because they feed the worry bug all the time. So I hope that my, or not I hope, I, the audience is both the adult and the child because I think we can all relate 
the different emotions of insecurity, confusion, frustration, worry, loneliness. I mean, we've all been there, and it's part of the concept is to say it's okay. We've all been there, and we understand. And in the business world, especially, I mean, the business world is a roller coaster ride of emotions. So I think emotional intelligence in all different fields, from kids to adults to the business world, is so important now. How do you dream up your next book and the next series? Do you talk with readers and fans and people that send you notes and try to pick up on a new trend or a new anxiety that might might hit you? What what might your next book, next book talk about? Well, I actually just launched a new book. It's called The Monster Who Wanted It All. And part of the reason I really wanted to, and it's about the monster of envy, and the reason that I wanted to get this book out there is because I think our world is becoming so inundated with stuff. Every day I see on the television, like, new upgrade for the phone or new this, new that. Nobody ever seems happy with what they have anymore. They just want more and more and more. So it was really important to me for this Worry Woo Zelly to come out now because I feel like it's the public time. In terms of new Worry Woos, I get emails quite a bit from parents with their suggestions of different characters that I should create. And a lot of times they're just, you know, they either already have existed, but most of the woos you're, that are out there right now are ones that I've had on paper for quite some time. But you never know when the next one or what the next one's going to be. It's not really based on a trend. It's more based on just what feels right. Mm-hmm. Do you learn much from children? Do you read your books to children and, and look at their fascination as inspiration to you for what's next? Absolutely. One of the greatest parts about being a small business owner and creating the worry was is getting to read the kids. I just read to, I don't know, maybe a thousand kids in the last month. And wow. it's the, the greatest feeling in the world to get to watch the kids and let them ask questions. I mean, it is phenomenal. And then when they want to draw their own wow. words, I mean, inspiring is an understatement. I just, I'm fascinated and in love with it. I could just sit and listen to the kids talk all day because I see <laughs> how much it affects them and how much it helps them and how much they mm-hmm. want to create their own. You should see the stack of letters I get. It's, it's beautiful. Brilliant. What kind of questions are kids asking you? They ask me everything from why did I create my monsters? How old was I? What's my next book going to be? Will I make a book about their monster, can they draw me a monster? It's just the questions are all over the place. And I just, mm-hmm. I love to hear them. I mean, they're, they're, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They, you can see these little minds just going. <laughs> yeah. That's terrific. And have you had many people send you their monsters? And, do, and does that inspire you with your own illustrations? Oh my gosh, it does. I love when, I love when I get letters or things from people with their own monsters. I do. I do get, when I go to schools, I get a lot, and just randomly, I'll get emails of people and their drawings of monsters, and I love it. Their own worry woos, and it's just so cool to see them out there. To see people are, you know, they're they're helping, they're there, they're out in the world, and I'm getting a response, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Here's an interesting question: Can you actually make a living doing this cool thing that you do? <laughs> I've been doing it for eight years, and wow. I'm making it happen, and I love it. I have seven books, actually I have eight books and eight plush. And I started as a creative director and decided that I wanted to pursue my dream of creating these books. And they started to really take off. And I left my full-time job and this has been my full-time job ever since. And 
it's happening. I mean, we are sold nationwide, and we have, and we're also sold in Australia and in Canada and in lots of other places. And it's it's really cool to watch it grow. I mean, I am just. We also have a musical that just debuted for the second time in an off Broadway theater. So it's happening. And yes, you can. It's just when you love something and you believe in it so much, you just have to hang on and just keep going. And that's me. (laughs) Wow. Really exciting. It's been so great to have you on the show today. Thanks so much, Andy. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. I love talking to you. Thank you. Right on. I have two final questions for you. Who do you want to get a hold of you and how can they get a hold of you? Is that like a pipe dream question? Like who would be the most amazing person that would love to ever talk to sure. in the world? Sure. Why not? Okay. I would love to talk to the people of Henson <laughs> to get a hold of me <laughs> because <laughs> I am a diehard Henson fan and they can email me, call me, mail me, <laughs> do whatever and I will be there. But And I would love any school to also get a hold of me because we are doing a pilot program right now and we would love to get these this pilot program into schools nationwide, and that is the goal, to teach social-emotional learning with the Wary Ruth across the country. Terrific. And they can email what, me. What at, website? Yeah, go ahead. Or email as at, well. Go ahead. Yeah, at, at go to worrywoos.com to check out all of our lesson plans and all about the educator kits that we have. As well, they can email us at info at worrywoos.com, and we welcome all emails. Perfect. Well, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for being here once again. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Right, indeed. Until next week, everybody, hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Thanks for tuning in. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.